All right, dude. Kind of nervous. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure it's, uh, you know, represents him the way I see him, but it's kind of hard yeah. to put it into words sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ashlyn, for hers, I, I made us sit here in silence, like awkward silence for 30 seconds before she said something. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It was funny. <laughs> nice. Um, that's funny. Where do you want to start? Is there anything that's top of mind for you? Yeah. I mean, I've like, ever since you like talked about it and, um, you know, wanting to do it, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot and like, I mean, you know, I think about Jansen quite a bit, really. Um, you know, I, I think that's like the biggest thing that comes up on a daily basis is just like things that are happening in the, either the world or like with the group or like, you know, in Austin or with sports or whatever. It's like, you know, even whenever he was around, like I always like before I heard his opinion on it, mm-hmm. I like always tried to guess what his opinion on stuff would be because yeah. he's always, you know, so forceful yeah. in his opinions and, you know, they're always like, he never, he never liked something just for the sake of it. He always had like a million reasons and like yeah. a well thought out, like reasoning for liking a certain thing or disliking a certain thing. Yeah. And <clears throat> I remember back in college, like I was never able to guess very accurately what he thought about a certain thing. And it, like really? half the time it surprised the hell out of me that he like, liked this one artist or didn't like this person or like you know but it was always hilarious like the reasoning and like but it made so much sense afterwards after he explained it and like yeah you know he formed a lot of like opinions for me as well it made me rethink like a lot of stuff like you know i can't think of like a specific example but just like i didn't really even know why i liked a certain thing or whatever and he would explain like no it's like totally wrong (laughs) yeah and uh it's funny we were so drew talked about this Ahmad talked about this rachel talked about this and i think it was in the conversation with rachel i mentioned to her I, i remembered you know one night we were at uh west haven and i think it was like a party or something and you were a little bit annoyed with Jansen and you told him, you're like, why do you think that you have to be like the arbiter of like what's good and what's not good with literally everything in the world? Yeah. <laughs> he had an opinion on literally everything. Like it wouldn't even like, you know, it'd be like about a topic that he could give a shit about. Yeah. But he still knew everything about it and had an opinion, but he was like, but the whole topic is stupid. But yeah. you know, like, you know, but that was, I mean, that was half of like, our you know as a group living at wheeler conversations was just debating everything just random shit. yeah yeah and jansen would always win you know yeah. except for like with matt because they're both equally hard-headed and like wouldn't give up but half of like you know all of us would just give up eventually yeah. drew lasted a lot longer too than most of us um but you know I, i'm not uh i couldn't i couldn't hang i yeah. couldn't hang with uh everything he knew and you know the i don't know the 
you have passion some, he had with it. You would just be like, all right, fine, man. Like, I get yeah, it. you whatever. know more about this than me. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Um, yeah, Grotto even said something like that. He was saying that, you know, the the nights that he remembers from college where he basically admitted that he liked to take like weird stances just to do it and like dig his heels in yeah and because like just for the sake of debate like he just like that was fun for him but whenever he would do that he he said that if jansen was around he would that was like the one person he'd be worried about like if he jumped in (laughs) yeah then it's like gonna be a long night for him if he's trying to i don't know like if he gets hung up on whatever that topic is yeah. And whatever that stance is that he has for the night. Yeah. And <laughs> dude, it would like, it would, if anything like that had happened, like happened before we went to go do something like went out or whatever, it would affect his whole night. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he would just, he wouldn't let it go and he'd be thinking about it the whole night and like, he wouldn't be like upfront, like let's go like blah, blah, blah. He'd always be in the back, like almost like sulking a little bit or like <laughs> kind of like, and then everyone would be like, what's up with Jansen? It's like, ah, you know, we just, you know, we're debating something like, earlier. Dumb argument from earlier. Dumb argument. Yeah. Um, so that was always, that was always funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone collectively like wishes that we could hear his opinions on, like everything that's happened the past couple of years. Yeah. I mean, I guarantee you his opinions would be very interesting and we would be all surprised by at least a couple of things. You yeah. know what I mean? He would have like a hot take on this one thing that we're all wrong about. Yeah. And be convinced, you know, that's, yeah. that's like, you know, just like I said, the day to day stuff where that's what usually comes to mind. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me think about him is just like, you know, missing his op- opinions on, on just random stuff and yeah, wanting to know what he thought. So uh, you met him in elementary. Yeah, we went to uh, we're on the wall in Baranoff where it had like, you know, kindergarten. We were like the first kindergarten class, and uh, had our like school picture from kindergarten, and then on another picture next to it i had our school picture from fifth grade and so i'm pretty sure we're still up there i haven't been back but i visited it um i think in like high school or something and it's pretty pretty interesting to see all who was on there and stuff and i mean i would say you know like bailey baronoff Bowie, we you know i wouldn't say we hung out outside of school but we were always like friends in class and you know obviously not nearly as close as a lot of y'all were mm-hmm. younger on you know um but you know when it came to like late high school we were doing student council and stuff like that and then obviously college um you know hanging around with him at utsa and you know all those guys and you and drew and graham and um and then yeah obviously uh three three and a half years at wheeler living with them was uh was really fun and you know i think that's where we probably became the most close was whenever we moved in at wheeler or it started to get you know close you know yeah 
How did your perception of him change throughout the years as you got to know him a lot better? Dude, it was like a roller coaster. Like, it was a roller coaster throughout college. I mean, I loved him and hated him day to day, you know? He, uh, you know, I was in a weird spot in, like, college, sophomore year and, you know, beyond. And, you know, didn't have much motivation to be social or go out and do stuff. And, you know, he would rib me a lot for not doing those things or like not going out with them or whatever. And it was just part of, you know, how I was feeling at the moment was I wasn't interested in being social. I didn't really have confidence or whatever. So the, you know, the, just the subtle stuff, subtle digs or whatever was really messing with my head. Like, (laughs) like I would, I would come home like to my parents' house and be like, Jansen is like, being such a dick to me lately. Like, I don't know why he's being so mean, you know? And I just don't understand it. And, uh, you know, I'd try to like, I'd try to like dig him back, but that never worked. Mm -mm. And then I try to ignore it. Never worked. You know, it's, you know, it's just the way it is. Um, so yeah, it was like, you know, very up and down, but you know, I always knew though that if anything, if I needed him for anything, he would, you know, obviously be there and, um, you know, he genuinely at the time, which I never realized, um, like he wanted me around, you know? Yeah. Um, it was, it was kind of crazy. And I think this is like, uh, one of the nights that I'll never forget was it was two weeks before he passed and, you know, he would, he would come over, um, and hang out at Jake and I's place a lot. Um, and we just chat and drink beer and whatever. And that night, um, you know, I work, uh, I worked downtown on Fridays. So I went through that loop, um, to go South on, on Lamar from Cesar Chavez, you know, mm-hmm. every single time I went around that loop, I would, uh, pick up the phone and call Jansen and see what we're getting into tonight. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes there'd be stuff that we were going to go do, or like he would say that, Oh, me, D, Mike and Obi are hanging out or, you know, come over to there or like we'd be going out or, um, sometimes nothing would be going on. So I'd be like, Hey, just come over and chill with Jake and I or whatever. And that was one of those nights. Um, so we ended up using our fire pit for the first time and actually use, we didn't have any wood. So we used Coda's old wooden dog house. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like the one from, from West Haven, um, that was just falling apart. And that dude, yeah. that satchel dude, mm-hmm. that was James's friend slept yeah. in one night <laughs> Yeah, in the, in that shed. Um, so yeah, it bad memories and for that d- dog house. And, uh, so we just broke it apart and, and burned it and stuff and, uh, hanging out by the fire with him and Jake. And then I think it was a Friday night. So I don't know why, but you know, Jake went to bed a little early and then we ended up just sitting at our dinner table and, um, you know, it was a small dinner table. So we were like sitting right there, didn't have any music on or the TV or anything. We were just talking for like hours. He would, our fridge was right behind him. So he could just reach behind him. 
without even getting up, open the fridge, grab a beer for both of us, and we just like who Jansen? Yeah, yeah. He was That's on like classic Jansen positioning yeah. himself right next to like a mini fridge with beer, so yeah. that he doesn't have to get up. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, we just had like the kitchen light on, and you know, there's just really nothing going on except for just us talking, you know. Yeah, and I think he knew. You know, I, I broached that conversation where I was like, dude, back in college, like, I hated you sometimes. Like, it, you know, it just really got under my skin for some reason. And he was like, yeah, I know. You know, and he, like, he, I asked him, I was like, you know, I, well, I told him, I was like, that being said, though, you got me out of that headspace in college. Yeah. You know, by forcing me to be, to, you know, do social things and get out there and go do these things, whether it was by like, um, you know, peer pressure, I guess is the word, you yeah. know, or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, you know, you helped me get through that time. Um, and you know, ever, you know, as the more you got out, the more you felt better and you know, mm -hmm. all that stuff. So, I mean, we're, a lot of the guys I would tell them like, Hey, I'm not really feeling up to it. They'd be like, all right, we'll see you later, I guess. And then that was about it. Jansen would like come upstairs and like, you know, not leave until I left with them, yeah. you know, and like make me go. And I was like, yeah, I mean, you definitely single-handedly like got me out of that funk. Um, and he was like, yeah. And, you know, I asked him like, did you do it intentionally or like what, you know, what that was? And he was like, yeah, I mean, that's how he would have responded well. Like if he needed a kick in the ass, he would want someone to do that for him. So he did yeah. that for me. You know, he wouldn't, I don't think Jansen would respond if he was in a bad place to, you know, like comfort or what. He would be more of like, dude, get up, let's go. Like, let's fucking go and like, let's do this, you know? Yeah. And kind of stuff like that. And that's pretty much what he did and, you know, it was nice having that conversation. I mean, we stayed up till like 6 a.m. Like we were sitting on my couch eventually and we realized that it was starting to get light out. Yeah. And it was like, holy shit. It's one of those nights. Yeah, it was one of those nights where you just talked like all night, you know, and it was just like a great conversation. I kind of knew in my head for years that it was, it, uh, it came from a good place. You know yeah. what I mean? And especially, you know, getting closer and closer every year with him, I knew that he genuinely, like, cared for me, you know, as a friend, as a good mm -hmm. friend, you know. Um, but it's always nice just to get that, like, validation. And, you know, he was, like, very immediately, like, was like, yes, I did that on purpose. I was trying to help in whatever way I could. And, yeah, it was just really nice. And, I mean, just one of the longest like one-on-one -on -one conversations i've had with a friend to be yeah. honest like you know yeah it's crazy how much like love that guy had in his heart and i feel like most people show love through like verbally you know um like i feel like you know you're one of my friends that tells me more frequently than anybody else like love you man like Jansen never would say anything like that. No. But he showed his love in different ways. It was definitely more through his actions. And uh, 
I don't know. That's pretty fucking awesome. Like, I wish, you know, if, if everyone was like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean. A great fucking world. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, I think he realized before anybody that I was not in a good place at that time. And, you know, not to say anything about anybody else, but, you know, they were, they were okay with letting me do my own thing, you know, um, which is, you know, good. Um, but, you know, Jansen realized that I was, I just needed a kick in the ass to just do something. Um, yeah. yeah, he made me go out more. And I mean, that's how I, you know, hanging out with him and, and you and Matt with Wrangler stuff or mm-hmm. that's how I know all those guys. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I, uh, like the tiffs that we had, whenever we would have those tiffs, it was generally during a period of my life where I was going through like a rocky patch or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, not like things were terrible, but you know, like, I mean, what, what I think of is it was like the first time I'd ever had like a panic attack or like was like dealing with anxiety and in his weird fucking way, like that's when he was like ribbing me the most and like yeah. trying, I don't know. Like it's, it was like his own weird way of like trying to get us out of it. It's so weird. Like nobody else would approach it that way. No, um, no. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it, like, it fucking pissed me off, like, a lot of times, dude, it's <laughs> like, too. it I was, almost, like, never dude, ending, I, it was, like, I think we're holy both, shit. like, we're both really sensitive, too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so, especially back then, I was, like, yeah, I took too. everything to heart, I was, like, dude, Jansen hates me, like, he just, like, will not let it go, blah, I think blah, we, blah, like, confided like, in one another at, yeah. like, at one of these points, like, we were, like, like, what do we do? Like, <laughs> dude, I, yeah, I was like, I've tried everything. He will not stop. <laughs> yeah, I, because, I, like you said, try ignoring him doesn't work. No. Try like you know, uh, chirping back. Never. That's works. never gonna work, <laughs> dude. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's uh, so good at like so many things that I yeah. am terrible at. I'm terrible at like being able to clap back or you know what I mean? Like, I just don't know how to be like funny for everyone else. Yeah. And then, you know, like get a good dig in, you know, yeah. cause he was like, you know, everyone would laugh at, you know, whatever, whoever he's chirping on or digging at or whatever, everyone would laugh. Cause it's hilarious. Yeah. Like it's a funny thing to say. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like mean or anything or, I mean, yeah, it wasn't like mean, but like it was just funny and. But he knew that underneath that joke was like a little bit of truth. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. it would really eat at the person. Yeah, that I mean, he it, was saying I mean, it to. for better or worse, I mean, it, he made me think about myself a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, me too. Yeah, yeah. It was like, man, you know, you had to do some self-reflecting out of after some of those digs. It's like, fuck. Like, it's like you know when you're a kid you're like you mess up you probably didn't experience this as much as me i was a terrible fucking kid um would get you know calls home to my parents literally every year from like kinder all the way through probably like 10th 11th 11th grade and uh there was like no worse feeling than like letting your parents down and i just like had no impulse control 
I think maybe I have like ADD or ADHD or I don't know. Like it's not nearly as bad now, but uh, yeah, like I just like couldn't control myself. Like I would just like had to say something, like had to make the joke, whatever. And yeah, that feeling of like your parents being disappointed in you. And you're like, all right, I'm never going to do it again. Never going to do it again. In like in college, in post-college, I feel like uh, he almost had that same effect on all of the friends. Like if somebody was being a dick one night or had been, I don't know, doing something that he was like, Jesus, like yeah. he knew how to let that person know that uh, like he didn't fuck with that. Yeah, he was and disappointed. Make, yeah, that he was disappointed and make that person like reflect on whatever that was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, going back to like the Arbiter thing, like, you know, Arbiter and group quarrels and like, you know, you know, stuff like that. Like he always had a really good pulse on, you know, what's chill and what's not chill. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, it was interesting seeing the changes too with him from college to after college. Cause I feel like he changed a lot. I think, he you did. know, like he, I mean, to it's me, like he, he got, kept, he kept like all of his good qualities. Yeah. But then like all of the things that were really frustrating about him, he sort of like smoothed out. Yeah. I mean, I think it was, I think, uh, I mean, he was just more like self-assured. I think, you know, I think he always, uh, maybe like second guessed a little bit himself maybe in yeah. college and maybe that's where it kind of came from to deflect and keep the attention on other people in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, he like, it's just like an amazing person to be around cause he's just hilarious and, uh, you know, perfect person to talk to, get opinions on and stuff like that. And I mean, it was just, it blew my mind the you know the last year or two years when we were really really getting like super close like the level of conversations we were having and the ability for us to hang out one-on-one versus at least just having to have one more person yeah you know where it, like just having one more person like three people hanging out relieves stress overall especially like wondering if you know yeah you know if we're gonna have fun or hang out or whatever mm-hmm. um but dude, we were like hanging out one-on-one all the time. And, you know, I feel like back in the day he would always, you would try to talk to him seriously, but he would always just make a joke mm-hmm. and kind of bring it not serious, bring it back to a more like lighthearted way or whatever. But I mean, we had some like, you know, talked about everything Yeah, and very serious manner. And like, you know, yeah, it was really, really, really cool. And, um, yeah, glad I had all those experiences and, you know, all that. The only thing I wish I would have done, and, you know, I think that was one of the things that I didn't listen to Jansen to do, is go with y'all um, or them, you know, to all those dead shows. And I, I mean, wish I only went to one, and yeah, it was no, in Dallas. Like, like, I wish, same thing, I wish I, I would wish have went I to more of those. I wish I would have been part of that part of his life. I just didn't, I just didn't want to... I didn't want to, like, steal something from that group of guys. Yeah. That was their thing, and I felt like me tagging along would be, I don't know. 
Yeah, no, I felt the same thing. And I mean, I'm, I'm not the biggest music person. I mean, you know, I like music, but I don't party compared, next door, baby compared to Jansen and Drew and Matt and, and Ahmad. Yeah. Like I don't have that knowledge. Like they yeah. always, like they take pride in their music. Yeah. Knowledge. They always knew yeah. like the, you know, the first day that an album came out or like the, mm-hmm. this new guy on the come up and like, you know, I don't, I don't have that yeah. much depth of music and, um, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know why I just never, I never went, I don't know, but yeah. I really regret, regret not being in that aspect. Cause I was like, you know, a big aspect of, of who he was, was, you know, yeah. going to those shows and, and you know, the experiences and all that stuff. And well, I think it's awesome that you're able to have those like one-on-ones with them the last couple of years because yeah, those are the moments that you really remember. Like yeah. it's funny. I, you know, I've said in some of these conversations, it never felt like Jansen was, you know, uh, like down to have those like real serious conversations. And then like, as I have more of these, I'm like, Oh wait, like now I remember this conversation. I remember this conversation. Yeah. And those were just always, I don't know. I love those conversations. Like I, I still remember walking home. We used to do this thing where we'd walk home from E six after like a night <laughs> out, like on Friday or Saturday, Yeah. just us two. Like he, he didn't like, he was like, why would we Uber? We live like 25, 30 minute walk. Let's just like walk home. And so eventually that was like what we would do. Yeah. And uh, we would just talk about the most random things. We would talk about our brothers. We would talk about our parents. Like we would talk about, you know, the friend group, talk about work. He'd like give me his honest opinion on. Yeah, but like I don't know. It's it's funny you say that because there were some really meaningful conversations and I'm glad that you know we got to have that. Yeah. I wish I could remember more of the details yeah. of the conversations. Yeah, I mean that's I mean I I have a terrible memory. I, mean, like, I think we all do. Dude, like that's why I wanted to do this. I was like so we can all, you know, trigger. Yeah. And I would honestly want to like do it like you know, periodically as well, like maybe mm-hmm. every year or something, we all just sit down because I, you know, that's part of the reason that I'm nervous as well, because I know right whenever we shut it off, I'm going to remember something and be like, damn, like, I wish I would have talked about that. You know what I mean? Well, one thing I'm, ah, I won't say it here. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, I'll bring the setup to Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be uh that would be dope as well. Um But yeah, so with the so that was one thing as well that always really impressed me and I never understood about Jansen and I don't like I'm not built that way at all, but like the walking home from 6th, you know, reminded me of is just he didn't it didn't he didn't feel like I don't know if it's, it's not pain, but like to me walking home all the way from six was just like, I've done it a couple times. 
one didn't end up up so well, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was like the worst thing in my mind, you know, just yeah. like the worst, like yeah. just, it's gonna be hot. You know, it's gonna be, it's a long walk and I'm just gonna get tired. Like I'd rather just spend 50 bucks on an Uber. Yeah. But Jansen, like it was no problem at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like not a, a thing he even thought about the, you know, the work of doing it, you know, it just made sense in yeah. his head and he did it. And yeah. like, I think to like the, you know, the Mav stuff that y'all did and like all that stuff, like it never seemed like it was that hard for him. Like he just did it and he, you know, it wasn't like a mental drain on him and like just yeah. little, little stuff that I would see him like, like his mental strength, I guess is what I'm getting at was mm-hmm. like insane yeah. to me at least. Yeah. I mean, no, right. he would just do, it wouldn't really bother him to do something hard he would just do it and i think he did that for work a lot too right he would but only if he wanted to yeah (laughs) well things that made sense to do yeah like he wasn't just like like putting himself into situations where he had to like work a lot you know he was smart about it but he didn't like going he didn't like walking home because he wanted to burn extra calories or you know get some steps in it's because he probably wanted to spend a little extra time with the boys yeah. And, you know, like have a good convo on the way home. And instead of it being a 20 minute Uber or like 10 minute Uber, it's going to be like a 45 minute walk. Instead. Yeah, I think I think you're more accurate with what I'm trying to get at. Or it's like, I mean, I remember like UT games, you know, we would like start early and end late. And yeah. he was like he could his hang. mental ability to just like push through him being tired as hell, hot. We'd like, all want to go home. I, I know yeah. me. I'd want to go home and go to sleep. Dude, I wanted to go home and be like, dude, we got to leave. But yeah. like, you know, he wouldn't want to miss like a second of mm-hmm. any action at all. Like, I mean, we just went to the UT game, right? And we were like in the lounge half the time. Yeah. <laughs> like Jansen would Fucking be like. Sips. Yeah, yeah. He would, he would be out there in the sun the whole time. Yeah. And not want to miss a moment, you yeah. know? And just his ability at, you know, at, for me, it was like. Whenever I was in those situations, I like half the time I was like, I'm miserable. The yeah. other half is like, you know, this is cool. I'm miserable. This is cool. But him, it was like, oh, this is awesome the whole time. He never had that internal dialogue, I don't think, where it was like, you know, he just wanted to just be there and yeah. be with everyone. That's why he would fall asleep sitting up on the couch, you know, with a beer in his hand. Because he'd just be like, <laughs> didn't want to go to his room and miss something whenever yeah. people were hanging out. Yeah. He would just go, like, push himself to pure exhaustion, basically. Yeah. He'd get so disappointed when that last person rolled out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he would be, uh, yeah, he would just get get sad, Jansen. Yeah. Whenever uh, people were leaving. All right. (sighs) He would make you feel so bad, too. (laughs) That was, like, the disappointment thing, too. Yeah, you could hear it in his voice. Yeah, he was just, like, like, genuinely, like... And it was, 100% of the time... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like in that would force you to try to like make it as long as you possibly could like all right i'm gonna try to sit out here until four in the morning dude he would when, guilt the hell out of us yeah he would he would guilt the hell out of us like, like like he would almost prefer us falling asleep on the couch and him being awake because like in his mind like ah, at least they like to stay out here until they fell asleep yeah <laughs> like uh, you know we were all varying degrees of giving into that like you know matt was like 
you know, I feel like he always just went to bed whenever he felt like going to bed. And then some of us were more like, you know, amenable to his, uh, you know, not being happy with us going to bed. So we stay up like just a little bit longer, but eventually we'd all kind of go to bed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, he, uh, I mean, he probably single-handedly increased our hangout time by like thousands of hours. You know, if it was up to us, we would have like either gone to bed or left earlier, you know, not done as much together as we ended up probably doing. Yeah. I mean, they probably added up. Like one of the tougher things for me was, and it's not even really a tough thing, but uh, late college, early like career. So when Tori was doing her master's program, like that time plus like maybe the last year or two of college, um, and when we were living together, I would stay at her place a lot or she would stay at my place. And if she was staying at our, at our place, I almost felt obligated to go. Like I couldn't just come home and go straight to like our room. No, I felt obligated to sit out there with him until at least like 10 30, 10 45. Yeah. Because I just felt so guilty. I was like, in his mind, he's probably like, ah, tight. Like, I guess we're not chilling tonight. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, I had to, like, put in, like, an hour or so. <laughs> Dude, he he lived for social interaction, hanging out with the boys. Like, you know, yeah. He would, he would, uh, he would milk every second out of us that he could get, you know, which yeah. is awesome, you know. I, like, yeah. Yeah, and that's, like, the, you know, to me, like, the mental strength you know, in a way it comes in, like I said before, it's like, if I'm feeling the least bit tired, I'll just go to bed. Yeah. But or like go to my room. Yeah. Or like, you know, I get socially exhausted, you know, but Jansen never got socially exhausted. Like he could be, you know, with when all the LSU guys came into town, like Tyler Austin, you know, those guys are hanging out at Wheeler for three or four days. Jansen was 24 or seven with like six people. To me, I would just be, like, worn out socially. Like, yeah. I'd need, like, some alone time to just, like, decompress. You That's know? how I am, too. Yeah, I just need, like, a little recharge time. Jason yeah. was always in the action yeah. the whole time. The only time he was ever not around was to get the four hours of sleep he needed to do it again. And he, like, couldn't understand people needing time to, like, decompress. No, no. He's like, <laughs> why, dude? Like, this is way more fun. <laughs> You want to just chill in your room by yourself? That's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And you'd be like, you wouldn't know how to really explain why you needed to. And you would like be like, what are you doing in there? What <laughs> What are you going in your room for? <laughs> yeah. Just make you feel weird about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like, and like when those guys came in town or like, really any friends of friends came in that didn't know Jansen at all. They, every single time those groups, you would ask them like, you know, who do y'all, who do y'all like more? It would always be Jansen. Yeah. That's what everyone said. Yeah. It would always be Jansen. Like everyone would come in and just be like, I love Jansen so much. He's so funny. And like, he was able to like connect with anybody. Yeah. And just be like, you know, everyone's favorite, you know, he was everyone's favorite already. And then anyone knew who came in, 
he just won them over yeah. instantly because yeah. he just had hilarious things to say and was very he could read a room as well where he's just like able to say the right things just like authentic yeah it's just the, he thought so differently than everybody else around him he saw like when people were being unauthentic very quickly too yeah he did and it was able to be like i don't like that guy yeah. and we're all like oh well, what's wrong like i don't he seemed fine to me he's like nah dude he's yeah. not chill <laughs> yeah that's funny and i could always i feel like we could probably always read his face oh yeah so like if he, he was meeting somebody and maybe like we kind of sense this guy is maybe like whack or the girl like he would know cool. way before us and we just lo- look at him we'd like look at like, him and he'd like roll his eyes yeah <laughs> yeah would, and then we'd get out of that conversation and he'd be like jesus thank the fucking lord yeah, <laughs> couldn't yeah. talk to that guy any longer dude yeah he'd be like thank god dude like oh <laughs> he'd be like why'd you talk to him for so long dude it's like he's being nice and he's like he wouldn't be mean or anything but yeah. you know and then he would also make like kind of like comments that were like almost over the head of the person that we were talking about yeah or talking to mm-hmm. um and we would all laugh because we knew he was just like like subtly fucking with them you know or uh, yeah. it was always just so funny yeah that i mean on the other side of the coin, like with how socially is as well, like we went to a lot of parties where we knew like, you know, a good portion of the people there, like, you know, acquaintances and all that. And we could have, we could have talked to everyone and been, you know, more around, but with Jansen, we were all so entertained enough to where a lot of times we ended up just chilling with us. Yeah. You know, like, we would just hang out in a certain area and, you know, not be as social because we were just so entertained with just us and Jansen and everyone that was there. Like we were just very content with our group. Yeah, we definitely were. I, I remember getting comments sometimes like, like, you know, after the fact, like after a party or something, see someone later on, it's like, yeah, y'all were just chilling on your own for a little while there. Like, you know, like, why didn't y'all go meet people? It's like, I don't know. We just kind of got caught up and what having think? a great time. Yeah. That's something that I've talked about a bunch. Why do you, why do you think that our friend group was like that? I don't know. Um, but I definitely know for a fact, the older I've gotten and the more people I've talked to, it's the craziest thing. It's not common i don't think you know people like we had this crazy bond yeah i mean most friend groups probably never have yeah it was a weird thing at the beginning of college for me because i was like you know almost not embarrassed but like not proud to say that i still hang out with my quote-unquote high school friends or yeah middle school friends or but like whatever most of us weren't even i mean i guess it's not true we had our own groups like there was in like high school it was like and, little po- like there were like yeah. four or five pockets within our larger group and then that were there was some overlap yeah there was overlap and yeah. then we all somehow became like really close through college yeah i mean we all were in totally different sports in high school 
we were in totally different like core friend groups in a way yeah. but we all had overlap between all those groups and then like everyone in those like we all just came together i mean yeah you know like i never it's crazy. thought like we hardly knew each other in high school no i mean we we had classes together and we would sit like we had you know certain classes together that i would see you and we would yeah. always have a great time you know yeah. messing with someone or <laughs> making fun of someone or whatever like it was always hilarious and i always yeah. loved those classes but like you know we never hung out outside of school other than like student council stuff and yeah. you know um but yeah i mean uh you know i would i would say you and jansen are the most similar in the trajectory of our friendship you know because you and jansen were like stuck at the hip um and as i became closer to you it was by proxy i came closer to jansen and vice versa um y'all both kind of came into my life at the same time you know at the yeah. same rate and and all that um but yeah it's just crazy how how it works out like that and you know talking to people whether it's at work or whether it's you know people you meet um you know I've realized that they wish they had what we have. Yeah. You know, where they've either moved for work or, you know, don't really talk to their, you know, friends or they have friends that they've only known for like five years and that's the longest it goes. But, you know, we've known each other for 20 years, 15 years, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like almost half our life. Yeah. My older brother has told me this several times, like, He'll give me a hard time when we're doing Friendsgiving or some sort of Christmas party or, I don't know, all of the events that we've had over the past, you know, 10 years. And uh, he's like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, I give you a hard time, but honestly, like, I'm jealous. Like, I wish, like, I had, I had that many friends. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not like we're just, like, friends. Like, we're all, like, close. I feel like we have, like, a really close friend group. Yeah, we know way too much about each other. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, in a way, it almost prevented me from making more friends in college. Like, you know, I made a lot of friends in college, but I never got, like, I don't know, maybe it vexed me. Like, maybe I am closer than I think to some people, but I'm, I'd never am as close to anybody as I'll be with y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's always, no matter how close I get with someone else that wasn't part of the f core group, it still seems like less of friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because with every year that passes that I get to know this other person, that's just an extra year added on to the boys, you know? And like, yeah. So they'll never catch up, you know? Um, and that was, you know, part of the thing too, is like, like with the fraternity thing, it was like, you know, those guys it wasn't hard for them to be at the house 24 seven because they didn't have people there. Mm -hmm. You know, they like that was their social group. Yeah. It was like those guys and stuff. But for me, it's like, I wanted to be there as least as, as little as possible yeah. because I had five guys that I wanted to hang out with more waiting for me back home that I knew were probably doing something fun. And, you know, I'd rather hang out with them, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's a really good point. I mean, like, yeah, like I'm, 
I made some really good friends through Wranglers, but you know, like there's really only four or five guys that I'm really close with. Um, and you know, like Jansen and Matt are two of them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But even then, like, you know, the, the friends that y'all made in Wranglers that y'all are really close to now, um, you know, fucking like Mike, Obi, uh, Grotto, like all those guys, Mm -hmm. um, they're our friends now too. Yeah. You know, that was because of Jansen. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was because of Jansen. And then like, you know, with the AT squad, like I would have never met those guys, you know, that they brought into the group as well. Like, I mean, Nebel. Yeah. Nebel. I mean, I would have probably never run into him. Love you, dog. Love you, Neebs. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, we brought everybody, um, I don't know, together. Yeah. But. Yeah. What do you, uh, what do you miss most about Jansen? I don't know. It was something about those, like, I still think about it every single time I do that loop, you know? It was yeah. something about, like... I remember you called me once, like, after he passed, like, when you were doing that loop. Yeah, yeah. It Probably was didn't like, feel right. No. <laughs> Dude, but I needed to talk to someone, man. I was, like, I was, like, bawling in the car. Yeah. Like, going through that loop, because, man, for, like, a good year and a half, two years, like, that was of you know friday thing that was friday thing like drive down cedra chavez go through that little loop to go south on lamar and in the time it took to find his number on my phone going through that loop you would answer by the time i get to that stop sign to turn right on on lamar and then we'd just be chatting the whole way home um and just kind of figure out plan out the weekend you mm-hmm. know we just chat he'd always like make a joke about someone that something that someone said in the group chat yeah. You know, just like roast him. It was yeah. always hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was just, uh, you know, like we would always, you know, usually have like a drink or two with coworkers and stuff at, you know, a bar around the office. And then, you know, you'd have like a little buzz going and you're like, you know, kind of, you know, wanted to talk to him and just see what funny shit he'd say or like what we're going to get into tonight, you know, or. Um, it's crazy was, that literally everyone called him. Yeah, I mean, he was always he was always down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was like we would do we did everything together yeah. during that time, like literally everything, um, everything like socially, you know. Yeah. Um. So it was always just something I really looked forward to was just uh, seeing what we're gonna get into, you know, and yeah, I mean just having that. I mean, I have that with all of y'all as well, but it was just, I don't know why it was different. Um, it was just like a routine and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And you, I mean, you always knew it was a good time and we were both like, you know, both single, you know, and everyone was starting to get wiped up and it was just, you know, you could never rely on everyone to not have plans, but, for yeah. me me and Jansen, we both knew that each other were, you know, yeah. we, our plans were to hang out with each other and then figure out where we go from there to see other people as well, you know? Yeah. 
That makes sense. Yeah. So I don't know. That yeah, that's just that. And I mean, I don't know. He always brightened up like a a boring situation, you know. We'd be at like a a get together, like a pregame or a party or whatever, and you know if it was whack, we would still have fun. Um. I mean, not not saying anything about you know everyone else, but you know, he was the life of life of the party, you know. Every single time, so. I grew my hair out because of Jansen. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, uh, when I grew my hair out um, during the first, I guess, like, year of COVID, it was partly because of you. Like, you, you got some nice hair, B. Not going to lie. I appreciate it. But, uh, like, it was easy whenever people would ask, like, why'd you grow your hair out? It's like, oh, like, my friend B, like, Brandon, he grew his hair out, and he, like, kind of challenged me to do it. Like that was part of the reason, obviously, but in the back of my my head, I was thinking, you know, that was like one of Jansen's signature things. Yeah, um, I think Matt grew his hair out first, and it looks it looks good. Like to this day, Matt's long hair looks great. But then when Jansen did it, I feel like you know he's the one who got all of the compliments and yeah. you know all the comments about his hair. And, uh, I mean, yeah, he had the flow before, like the true flow before any of us, any of yeah. us. And that was, that was a funny, like kind of thing too, because, you know, I always admired, admired his flow, you know, it was like always yeah. something I really liked. Um, and I had like the same hairstyle for like, you know, years, you know, like it was always short. Um, and I knew for a fact that whenever I did try to start growing it out and whenever it was in like the awkward phase and I knew for sure once I started to like not slick it back but like try to train it backwards it was gonna look weird yeah and Jansen would notice <laughs> and I don't know if you remember but it was that it was that I forget what bar it was Tacoba. I think it was maybe like Obi's birthday or something it was, I, I think it was uh I think it was my birthday yeah, it was someone's birthday, and we were at y'all were all sitting out, yeah, like on that table. You and showed up right when I walked up. First thing comes out of Jansen's mouth is something about my hair or yeah. something like that. And I was like, okay, here it goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, it just looked good, man, and yeah, completely changed uh, that. And I mean, I mean, it's like I was saying earlier, like he uh, definitely defined a lot of opinions for me you know yeah like he, i don't know yeah he like he shaped the way i thought about a lot of things we'll say definitely for a really long time so it was weird i mean to this day like you know i'll be making a decision or <clears throat> thinking about something i'm like oh, what would jansen think yeah and yeah it's that's that's another thing where it's like i'm not i'm not getting that input you know yeah and he would tell you straight up like oh dude that's dumb yeah like that's so dumb man like you know you shouldn't be thinking that like that or you know um yeah and more more often than not it surprised me in a good way what his opinions were yeah you know very measured which is 
you know, whenever people first meet him, you don't, it, it's not the first thing that you, that he gives off. Yeah. That he's a thoughtful, introspective, very analytical Service person. level, it's like, oh, this guy's hilarious. He's a goofball. He's a good he's, time. He's a good time. Yeah, he just pretty much goes with the flow and he's hilarious and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, if there's anyone that thinks before he talks, it's Jansen. You know, like, before he said anything, before he had an opinion on anything, he thought it over and over and over again in his head and, you know, was able to defend very strongly everything he said yeah even if it was something like stupid like you know why this one song was better than another or what you know what i mean like doesn't really matter at the end of the day yeah but he always you know had you know the i don't know the, thought, the reasoning thought behind it the yeah. reasoning yeah yeah i've thought about that like i wonder if he had like a journal or something where he was like you know, he would take time to think about, you know, his, his, uh, I don't know, his Dude. thoughts on like which NBA player was the best player in the NBA and why they're the best player and like which stats. I, I don't know, like, because I feel like he had, I it's just it, crazy to me yeah. that he had so many like well thought out Yeah, I mean, opinions. I think. Every every minute that we weren't with him and he was like, you know, by himself, because sometimes that just happens. You end up, you know, you're by yourself. He was researching, I think, like whether it was watching a new movie yeah. or listening to a new song or like, you know, reading up on this, that and the other. Like he was, you know, pretty much always doing something. Yeah. And it was never like, you know, I remember he had a he had one of those. uh I can't remember what these notebooks are called, but it's like the notebooks we would use in high school that uh, they were black and they were kind of like shitty and they would kind of like fold open. Yeah. Composition. Yes. Notebook? Yeah. yeah. He had one of those and uh, just like, you know, to paint a picture, I remember him like sitting there like writing with his like very unorthodox style. And <laughs> his handwriting like, was terrible. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> chicken scratch like writing things down yeah and we're like sitting on the couch and he did this for like a month or two and i'm like what are you like what's going on over there like what are you what are you uh jotting notes down about he's like ah nothing and like refused to tell me what was going on yeah i'm just curious like in those moments like what he was Dude, <laughs> what yeah. he was even thinking about it was those moments came up a lot where it's like i don't know like half the time he was i couldn't tell if he was just like fucking with us like he just wanted to see if something if someone would say something you know or if he would like genuinely like was art. yeah exactly <laughs> like just to get like a reaction out of someone you know yeah. or if it was like you know maybe that was his trick though that he made us think that he wasn't doing anything and he just wanted the rise or the joke or whatever when he actually was you know yeah like i think he I think the latter is probably true where, you know, he was like, yeah, just didn't want to get into it. I wish I would have asked him like what his method was for retaining information because whatever it was, it fucking worked. I don't know if he had like a photographic memory or something. Yeah. But, uh, dude, if he was interested in it, he would know he would be able to retain everything on it. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, yeah, I mean. Like word for word, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was always crazy to me. And, like, it, it like, the, the logical nonsense, you know, like, no nonsense kind of way that he worked as well, like, creeped into into things where like his choice of food you know yeah or, like what he would eat and like you know just just little things like that where it's like you know yeah i need to get healthy now you know my cholesterol is through the roof so <laughs> i'm just gonna eat like i'm gonna eat salad and pb and j's for like <laughs> a year <laughs> it's like dude you need to vary your diet a little bit more you know like yeah. he went from and that was, he was able to eat anything he wanted. Yeah. You know, and just still stay like the same. Yeah. And dude, he ate like, I mean, we all ate like crazy in college, you know, yeah. we, I forget what it was called, like hook or something or hook, hooked maybe hooked or something that app the where coupon book, it would basically. show you like the deals and stuff yeah. around. Um, yeah, we would just eat like, you know, Cabo Bob's Cabo Bob's and, uh, what was that pizza Fuzzies. place around the corner? Uh, Milto's. The $2 pizza rolls or whatever oh. on Tuesdays or something like that. Yeah. It used to be Double Dave's and then it got bought out. Varsity's. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Double Dave's when we were doing that. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was always a big point of contention every night was, you know, Wheeler. Because we all ate the same thing every single night. You know, yeah. we would all, you know, yeah. look at the app and scroll through it. And there's like five options. And then. You know, Jansen would have the loudest voice because, you know, he had his opinions. He'd be like, dude, Double Dave's on a Wednesday? Are you kidding me? Like, we only go on Tuesdays. Or, like, you know, he always had something to say. Yeah. Um, it was hilarious. And he was just able to eat whatever he wanted. Yeah. And it was fine. And stay skinny. Yeah. And, like, but then once he learned, jacked. Yeah, once he learned that he needed to eat healthier, it's hilarious that, you know, PB and J and and salad. I remember, and. I remember one day we like went. We were going for a sandwich or something, and um, he didn't want to eat ham or like salami or pepperoni or any processed meats. And I was like, "Oh, like, where did this come from? Like, is there a reason you don't want to eat processed meats?" And he was like. I don't know. Somebody like told me they read something or watched something, and apparently it's like really bad for you. But and, you know, he but knew he was more. De- he knew more. He yeah, was, he knew. He more. was like clearly deflecting. He was, yeah, he was <laughs> playing it off like it was like he didn't think about it too much, you know. But he really like. And I was like, I was like, well, tell me more. He's like, nah. He's like, honestly, I don't know. But like, like I knew, I knew the cows he was, and the pigs, man. They like, they weren't treated right, you know. I like, knew he was full of shit. Yeah. But I knew it, whatever the real reason was, and like whatever information he had, he was like maybe slightly embarrassed that that was the reason and why. And that he knew. <laughs> and that he knew about it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he was an enigma, man. Yeah, he was. Like, yeah, I feel like it was hard to. It was easy and hard to read him at the same time. Yeah. Like you you knew what he was thinking just by looking at him a lot mm-hmm. of the times, but then sometimes you're like had no idea, you know, like the defl- you know, whatever, like Yeah. He 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 and kept he kept what he knew close to his chest, but then let everyone know very easily if he wanted them to know. Yeah. You know. I don't know if it was the proximity uh 
like factor like us just like living in the same house but i don't know when he was feeling something like was really sad or you know feeling one emotion very strongly i could like feel it yeah because like he would emote hit yeah it's crazy like he was able to command the emotions of a, like the whole group yeah like very easily like it's like going back to what i was saying like if he was in a bad mood before we were going out <laughs> yeah everyone was in a bad mood yeah you know what i mean and if he was stoked and ready to go everyone was stoked and ready to go i don't know anybody else in the group that had that much like like sympathy emotion you know what i mean where like like if someone else was feeling bad no one else would care really mm-hmm. we would all just kind of do whatever and yeah. then just have to get over it yeah. but whenever jansen was like pissed or you know whatever like i guess we could all, all feel it so yeah we all feel it so we were like matching his yeah uh, his energy his energy level yeah so then we're like all right man like what's wrong like you know let's yeah. have fun yeah and we'd like yeah i mean we would you know be you know like at a bar or something like more introspective and like kind of talk less intense you know and it, it, we wouldn't be as like crazy or boisterous yeah you know? he definitely knew how to set the tone oh yeah 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 that was, that was one thing I was like, man, like, <clears throat> and he also had like a really big sway in the group as well. Mm-hmm. If like, I never had like a strong opinion, but if I really, really didn't want to go to this one bar and I made it clear, we would probably still go there anyway, you know, but he had like a command over the group in a way that like, you know, not that he would do it often or anything, but if, you know, sometimes he would have strong opinions on places to go as well. Yeah. You know, just like everything else, he had always a, a reason and an opinion, you know? And I always knew that if I had an agenda that I had needed to convince Jansen. Yeah, yeah. So because uh, if you got Jansen involved and convinced, yeah. everybody would be in. Yeah, so I don't know. There were quite a few times where I'm like, ah, you know, it'd be fun if we did this. And I just have to, like, convince him. And I have to give him, like, four or five reasons for why that's where we should go. Yeah. And then I'd hear him on the phone, like, arguing with people, like, like, nah, we should go there. Like, why would we not go there? You know, it's, like, five minutes from our house. Well, you'd, have to, you'd have to, like, give him a reason, too, that, like, made sense to him. You yeah. Know? Like, even yeah. if you wanted to go somewhere or do something for, uh, you know, an ulterior motive, you couldn't let him know that. You'd have to, like, think of something that would make sense for him and, like, get him looped in and then once you got him he would be like the most outspoken supporter and just get everybody on board yeah he was able to just like sway everyone with charm to (laughs) to do it you know yeah oh man so one other thing that kind of uh always I couldn't understand about Jansen in a way was once he got a hold of of something in his head like an interest or like an idea or whatever he was like so passionate about it you know like whether it was the dead or 
you know, like the Rockets or, I mean, it was always, you know, the Rockets or whatever, but just like his or level. Like a basketball podcast. Yeah. Or, you know. Just I, the, something new. Yeah. Like something new. It would go from like zero to a hundred in interest level and passion about it. And he was able to stick with it, yeah. you know? But for me, like, I feel like my interests have, you know, gone all over the place, all over the place. And I've lost interest in stuff that I was really interested in and gained other stuff or whatever. But he was very consistent, very, you know, yeah. He like, once he found the thing he really liked, that would, that was it. You know, he wouldn't abandon that thing ever. He would continue, you know, liking it. But then he would like layer on other interest over time. Yeah, yeah. And it's like every other, every time he would add something on, it's like he did not need to become more interesting or have, you know, like, you know, like you already, you're already, you know, extremely intelligent, funny, and like have all of these cool interests and passions that a lot of people don't. You don't need to add anything else to your fucking repertoire. But yeah. <laughs> So would you say like, um, like basketball days, like, you know, early high school, like before we kind of like started to merge groups in a way in like late high school or, you know, I wouldn't even say late, but like, you know, sophomore, junior, senior year, we kind of like started to merge where it was just basically you and Jansen and, and, you know, basketball and, and all that stuff. Like, was he still interested in you know, like those like varied things like that even then or like he was, he was, he always knew more about everything than everyone else. But cause I just, knew I think he was still trying to find himself in a way, like figure out who he wanted to be in like what he was all about so he still had some interest and knew everything about those interests but i think in like the last like you know three four five years of his life he i think it's you know to go back to something you said earlier he was more sure of himself like there was this confidence about him i think that he figured out like here are the three or four things that i really like here like the three or four you know qualities about myself that i think are really good and like this is me i know who i am and i'm like gonna fully embrace it and i'm just gonna be my full self all the time no matter Literally who i'm around 24 7 yeah 24 yeah. 7 yeah 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 i mean I feel like um, as time went on, as I knew him, his interests and the stuff he was passionate about got more varied and wide. Mm -hmm. You know, he still had those same tracks of interest and stuck with them and never, you know, kind of like let him go or whatever. But like he gained more and more, like you said, layers and like more variation, you know, across the board, yeah. right? Of just just different things and it was just crazy to, you know, all the, and that's, you know, it's just those conversations, learning something every time you talk to him is like, you just say something like that you never even thought about or knew or, you know. Yeah. 
it almost felt like I didn't have to watch the news no. or read yeah. the news because no matter how much I read about it or how informed I was, I was never going to be as informed as him. So at a certain point, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why am I wasting my time listening to these podcasts, listening, reading these articles, you know, doing the research myself? he's already going to know more. Because and- if we talk about this, he's already going to know more about me. And he's going to talk about it for like an hour or two. And I'm just going to learn. That's how I'm going to. That's how I'm going to, you know, figure out like what's going on in the world. Like he was almost, he was almost like my, uh, like Jansen media, like Jansen news, you know? Yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah. I mean, and then like, I mean, thinking back on like college and living at, at Wheeler and all that stuff, like my favorite times and moments and stuff were, you know, watching a show that we were all watching. Yeah. So we would all either go upstairs or downstairs or whatever. It was the rituals. Yeah, it was the ritual. It was like, and, you know, Jansen was a very, uh, like, routine-oriented. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So if, if we broke the routine, Oof. dude, we would not hear the end of it. And so, like, the Are you routine, fucking kidding me? Dude. You, you watched it without me? Jesus. And he would not <laughs> let you hear the end of it, dude. You'd be... Like, and that's a disappointment thing coming through again. He'd be like, you would, you wouldn't like, dare watch the next episode if Jansen wasn't there. I had to like, he would just give you it yeah, all. Like, yeah. There were a couple of times where I had to lie to him and tell him like, nah, I haven't seen this week's episode. Like, let's watch it. Yeah. Because the times where I would tell him the truth just wouldn't go well. He's like, the fuck? Why'd you watch it without me? Like, why didn't you wait? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean... That that was like the most like I would say I mean just and I think you know Jansen probably loved it even more than I did you know because it's everything he loves you know watching something or doing something interesting and he's super engaged and is genuinely passionate about it whether it was Game of Thrones or whether it was yeah watching the Rockets game or or what whatever it was it didn't matter but he yeah. was just you knew he loved it and we all loved it because he was hanging out with his boys as well. Um, almost and, like an appreciation for art. And I, yeah. I, I almost feel like you can, you can categorize basketball as art to yeah. a certain extent he was, and wanting to share that experience with his friends. Yeah. And he was like way deeper than all of us. Yeah. Like he, uh, yeah, he saw the nuances and like the leftovers. Remember that? Like yeah. it was a very like, I mean, you know, it wasn't, uh, I, I don't know the word, but like, it wasn't like a very clear, it was very symbolic, a symbolic show. It had a lot of symbolism and like, yeah. you know, deeper meaning and representation and yeah. all that stuff. Jansen saw all that immediately, Yeah. you know, and watching those things and like just hanging out with the boys and like having a routine. I mean, he loved that. We all loved it. And mm-hmm. I think that was, and then for every hour we watched, a show we had like four hours afterwards of discussion and you know he always had the hottest take and you know would read all of the reddit posts about it afterwards and it was almost intimidating to jump in on those conversations because yeah you knew that you know either him or like matt or like one of the latter voices is gonna be like 
nah, that's fucking stupid. It's yeah, like, yeah. And you already know like, the answer. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean, I just look back at those and like, you know, I'm, you know, I miss, I miss that. I mean, I mean, I don't know. It was a, uh, it was a good time at that house and I don't know. I had a lot of good memories and Jansen was definitely the biggest part of, yeah. of that for me at least. You know, I think for everyone there. It's funny. Everyone has like really fond memories of Wheeler. Yeah. I do. Obregon does. Rachel does. People that didn't even live there. No. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it was about that house or whatever, but, um, and I, I feel lucky too to have been a part of those where it was like, I was at the place where Jansen was mm-hmm. or where it was like kind of the hub for the extended group as well, you know, or like not just the people living there. I don't mean like extended, but like not just the people living there. Like everyone came there to yeah. meet up. Like that was the to spot. pregame or whatever. And um, yeah, I mean, I just felt like I was kind of along for the ride, you know? Where I was yeah. always there, so I was always involved. And, I mean, a lot of the reason that a lot of people came over was Jansen. Yeah. Know? And so that... I mean, that's why proxy, I would go over. I was, I was closest I to was him. I was involved, too. You know? Yeah. And that's why I became so close with y'all. Because he would invite me over. Hey, come kick it at, at Wheeler or our crib. We're just hanging out. Like, hey, well, how about you come over here? I don't know. Ah. <laughs> I don't want to drive. It's a long drive. Yeah, it's like three minutes. Yeah. So then, yeah, you know, I would end up over there, and uh, I'm really thankful for him uh, for that. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think I'd be as close with you guys had that not happened. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's crazy, uh, like how influential you know, when you think back on it, he was on a lot of things that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was always like the, the, you know, the key that unlocks like the door or whatever to, you know, to a new group or whether it was like a new way of thinking or like he was always in the middle of, of, uh, a lot of big things that happened at least for me. And I think, you know, obviously for, you know, a lot of other people as well. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that you don't think about when you're in it. Yeah. Like I didn't, you know, what was I didn't your... realize what was, you know, what he was doing to help me until after the fact, you know? Yeah. What was your first thought when you found out like the news? Um, yeah. So Drew called me. And I'd never heard Drew's voice sound like that. Yeah. I knew immediately something was wrong. Um, and he just wanted to come over. And I was like, you know, obviously, yeah, like, just, you know, come straight over. And then, you know, that whole day. Um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really know what to think. I, you know. It didn't seem real, you know, until I saw Drew 
And, uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, I mean, I'd seen him hours before, you know, and, uh, you know, that was, you know, one of the things too, whereas like, I felt, you know, awful because, you know, Jansen just wanted to hang out and we were at, um, whatever that bar was, the LSU, LSU bar. game, yeah. you know, and he was hanging out with Mike and, you know, Jake and I had a concert to go to. And so we went, but he wanted like straight up just to hang out Yeah. more, you know? And I remember, you know, saying bye to him at, at that, you know, I remember the exact table where it was at that bar and, you know, he just put his head down. He was like, just disappointed and just wanted to hang out more. Um, but you know, you just do, uh, I don't know. So yeah, I just remember, you know, tapping him on the shoulder, like Doug, it's all right. <laughs> like, you know, hang out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just remember being in complete like shock. Like I remember I was at Chewy's with Tori. So it was the day after the Texas OU game and we were going to, you know, go get lunch at Chewy's, whatever. And we got like an early lunch. It was 11 ish AM. And, uh, yeah, we're, I, it's funny. Like I remember the spot we were sitting in at Chewy's, like we had just ordered, um, drinks. I got like a diet Coke or something pretty whack, but, uh, like my, drink came out and then got the call like from Mike and I just felt like all of the blood like rush out of my body and I just felt hollow and I just remember like feeling I had to like jump into action but at the same time being in complete like disbelief and just like I couldn't get the thought out of my head like Jansen like what Jansen like I I don't know I uh it didn't make any sense to me yeah it's like the person that's the most full of life yeah yeah Yeah, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I almost had like a frantic feeling. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, after Drew called, I didn't know what to do. There's nothing we could do. And, you know, I was just waiting for Drew to get to my place, basically. And in the 15 minutes that it took him to get there... I don't remember exactly what I did, but I know I wasn't, you know, I'm pretty sure I was everywhere all at once, you know, just, I don't know. 
I didn't sit down. I don't know. I think I went outside for a little while. Yeah, I just remember. I don't know what I did exactly, but I know I didn't do anything specifically. I just like was all over the place. Yeah, I just remember like. So Tori lived in this apartment, on this somewhat busy street, in an area like very similar to the domain, but in Plano. And I just remember pacing back and forth, like in front of her house, like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was just yeah, it was that, just so hard for me to believe. Well, and <laughs> I mean, knowing that you and Matt were out of town, that was like awful to think about as well. And you know, I just wish y'all were there. You know, you know, I, I know y'all wished you were there and and all that stuff, like as soon as you could, you know. And I just felt, you know, free all. Um, I just wanted everyone to be together you know yeah um and it slowly you know i think everyone slowly trickled in you know and you know came in together and with every person that came we're all together and stuff it just made it feel you know however much it can be but you know you felt i don't know i don't know what the right word is but you know i think it made everyone feel as good as they could, Mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, being by yourself basically wasn't going to work. Yeah. And for those 15 minutes, at least until Drew got there and then for the next 15, you know, it wasn't, uh, I couldn't, I don't know what, I don't know what I was doing basically. I think I was just pacing or I don't know what I was doing. Do you think that, uh, do you think that being his friend changed your life in some way, either before or after? Yeah. Without a doubt. Or changed who you are or like how you view things or yeah, made you a better person. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said, I mean, he, uh, you know, was the, the, he, we, at that, at that early stage in college, we weren't as close as we were at the end of college. Yeah. You know, but even then he still knew me better than a lot of the people that I grew up with, you know, like he saw through what I was going through and and did something about it. Yeah. You know, and that's really what I needed was someone to, to really force me to do something. And he did that. Yeah. And every stage of my life since then has been, you know, in a lot of ways directed by him and his thought process and opinions. And yeah, you know, my interests are shaped in a large part by his for sure yeah no i i feel like uh i always wanted to do things before or like had ideas but never really acted on those ideas and uh i don't know after 
after Jansen passed, I I don't know. Like I would have moments where I'm like, should I do this thing that I'm thinking about doing? And I would think to myself, like, why would I not do this? And the thought would be like, oh, like maybe my friends will like make fun of me or like it'll look corny or whatever. Um, but then I would think to myself, well, if I do this, am I like being true to myself? Like, am I being more me and embracing it? And the reason I would think that is because I feel like Jansen was so like unashamedly himself and like, you know, uh, all of his interests, it's not like things that are super mainstream and that everybody would be able to just instantly, you know, think like, oh, like I want to, I want that to be my passion too, you know? Yeah. Um, so in a way, I don't know if he ever thought about it this way. He probably didn't, but like, it was like kind of brave in a sense, you know, because he was okay, you know being like this is who i am this is what i stand for this, these are my interests and i was like how can i be more like that yeah i don't know yeah i mean i feel like a lot of the things we're talking about kind of comes full circle in a way where it's like the the disappointment that he would make that he would feel then make you feel very strongly in yeah. the same way if i did something that he was stoked on Mm -hmm. was like a validation of myself in a way because he was so he knew you and knew that that was a good thing for you or whatever you know yeah and his approval meant probably more than anybody else's you know what i mean because it was so i wouldn't say it wasn't it was rare but it was you knew if he said it it wasn't coming from like a you know, oh, good for you, making you feel better. It came from a place of like, no, I think this is genuinely like dope. Yeah. You know? No, it's I like, feel that. It's like, uh, it's like hearing him say like, oh, dude, that's that's sick, man. That, that's yeah. awesome. It's like, you know, it, it meant more than, you know, sometimes we're just nice to each other. Yeah. You know? I, I remember one night him telling me, This isn't word for word, but I really like Tori. I think she's awesome. She's honestly like perfect. I basically, I'm really happy for you. Um, yeah. Like basically just giving me that validation. Like, yeah. Like, dude, you're so fucking lucky to have this girl. Yeah. And yeah, it was a good feeling. It had extra weight. Yeah, because you sure. knew he wouldn't like just placate you or whatever. You know, yeah. he knew you knew he was like, like holy shit, he actually feels this way. Yeah, like so that yeah, that always gave me like. Uh, it was like that stamp of approval. Yeah, and it gave me like, <laughs> you know, if I was having any doubts about anything, it wiped them away because you know I had the approval of Jansen that you know, he, 
he doesn't say things without thinking about them. He uh, thinks about it a lot. He knows you probably better than you think he does. And yeah, and he one improves, of, you know? Yeah. And one of my biggest fears was I guess like fully committing, moving to, you know, Plano, being with Tori and potentially losing that close friendship that I had with him. Yeah. I mean, I, I know for a fact that would be hard. Yeah. Because Jansen isn't the kind of guy who would call you. Yeah. The effort would have to be (laughs) one-sided. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, that was always like, you know, a big fear for all of y'all really is like, you know, if I ever moved or went away, I know myself as well. You know I mean? You, You know me, I don't, I'm terrible at, you know, change, change and, you know, connecting with people like, you know, I mean like calling people out of the blue, just to chat. Like I wish I was better at it, but I'm not. Yeah. And you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a fear and I don't know. I keep thinking like what, you know, if he was still here and, uh, Things that had played out the same way back in Austin, have like a new house, living with Tori. Like, I wonder if he'd come over here and just like <laughs> chill with us. Yeah. I mean, I'd I th- like to say yes, but I feel like he would feel like he was uh, imposing. Yeah. I, I think one thing, I think one thing that he would really struggle with, and I think both him and I are, would be in the same boat is change in general you know it goes back to like the routine thing mm-hmm. you know i think he he loved you know knowing what was coming and like you know ha- you know change was not something he was easily accepting accepting of yeah you know what i mean and you know it's like as life goes on people move you know, I wouldn't say drift apart, but, you know, have, you know, significant others or whatever. And it's just, you, it's not the same as, as college or whenever we're just out of college and always hanging out with each other and, and all that. And I think him and I would be in the exact same boat where it's like, man, you know, things are changing and I don't know. Yeah. But I, I mean, I know for a fact, like at the point we were, you know, we're all at, you know, like I think I, I forget who I was talking about it with, I think it was maybe Austin, but you know, I'm not very good at connecting with people who don't live here. You know, I don't see all the time. Like I rarely call Drew, you know, I rarely call Ahmad, but whenever we do call each other or talk, it's no different than had we talked yesterday. Yeah. Or whenever they all come into town or whatever, it's like not, it's no different, you know? So I think we were all at that point in our relationships with each other that it wasn't like, we could never drift apart really. Yeah. 
So it's nine ten. We got a dinner res in twenty. But uh give me so I know you already talked about that one memory you have where you and Jansen uh stayed up till, you know, six AM just talking about life. Do you have another top memory? Well, there were multiple of those. Um, but I think for me, the my favorite memories were were when it was one on one. Yeah. Um. I mean, just the nature of Jansen. He was, you know, he had the attention of everybody. You know, so whenever we did have those one-on-one moments and, you know, that I just mentioned that one specifically because that was the most recent one Mm -hmm. where we had that one-on-one. But, you know, just just, the quality time. Yeah, it's just, you know, just me and him and, you know, it was undivided attention between the two of us and, um, you know, it was, you know, whether we were, I was picking him up and we were going somewhere or, you know, we were he came over to my place and we got an Uber together. Just those like bits of one-on-one before we got into the social situation mm-hmm. and Jansen turned into the charismatic <laughs> life of the party. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. then it, you yeah. couldn't have those conversations Yeah. or, you know, be in that way in between um, moments. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like in between social moments and like, I mean, you got glimpses of, of that when, like you were saying, like we'd be talking to a group and you'd look over at Jansen and you kind of locked eyes and you could read him like a book yeah. and what he was thinking about, what that person was saying. Mm-hmm. Like you got little bits of it throughout social stuff, but you know, you, you know, you didn't get it unless you were just one-on-one and there was no one else listening except for y'all too. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I mean, it was almost like he was a different person in a way. Yeah. Not a, like, a different side of him. Yeah, like not a not a different person, but like um Yeah, it wasn't um, It's like he uh It's like he had like a volume meter and like depending on what situation he was in, he either turned it up or down. Yeah. And he could like be the life of the party, like goofball, like making everybody laugh. But he could also like switch it the other way, and um, just like <sighs> connect with you. Yeah, I guess it's the best way of putting it. Yeah, and I mean he. Uh, Even if like you were talking about nothing important, you just still like the tone was different. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean he saved. I mean he saved me a lot of, you know uncomfortable not uncomfortable but like you know when you're in a group and you just don't really know what to say and you know he, he I if you're standing exact- next to him it was all good you know like it would never be a dull moment that is so funny i've said that twice now but now it's like you know i don't you know whenever you're just you know y'all two it was you know you got one side of him and then whenever you're in a group you had just that person to lean on conversationally and, and, uh, you know, the inside jokes, 
you know, and the the little bits he did that yeah. no one else knew. He definitely knew how to read a room. Yeah. And depending on the setting, he was like not a different version of himself because he was always himself. But I don't know. Yeah. He was. So he was what what was needed in the time. Yeah. So last question. Lane Higgins Jr. and Wes Higgins Jr. are listening to this uh, in 15, 20 years. What do they need to know about Uncle Jansen? Or if they have daughters, I don't know how you make a girl name out of those two names, but you get the point. He was unapologetically himself. It didn't, I mean, he would say exactly what was on his mind and he thought about it a lot. Yeah. He was the funniest person in the room. He was the first person to get there, the last person to leave. All he cared about was that everyone was happy and that he was around people that he enjoyed, loved cared for yeah whatever it was he was passionate about the things that he was interested in and could tell you a million things you didn't know about everything yeah i mean yeah i mean west lane jansen they're all you know very different but cut from the same cloth they all have qualities that they share and have qualities that are totally different and i mean but you know cut from the same cloth they're all i mean i think to west jr and to lane jr you could see jansen in your dad yeah a piece of him you know yeah so i mean i don't know and on that note, hopefully our kids can see a piece of Jason in us. Dude, they definitely <laughs> will. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it, man. Love you, Doug. Love you too, Doug.